Anthony Blake and Dylan, the cold sliced. Welcome to the Cold Slice, where we review local eateries and diners. Uh, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecoldslice. We have some bonus content up there. Uh, you guys can take part in where we decide we are going to review this next upcoming month, um, plus a couple of other activities we have going on up there. Uh, this month, we're reviewing uh, Rally Pizza, which they used to have a location on Mill Plane, I think. Was it Mill Plane or Fourth Plane? Do we know? I have no idea. I don't either. Uh, next to like Ben's Bottle Shop. Mm-hmm. If that rings a bell for anybody. But uh, Rally Pizza, they used to have a storefront. Um, it was extremely popular. In fact, I know um, one guy on my – I know one guy who really like – that's his favorite pizza in the entire world. He's wrong. <laughs> um, we do have a couple of reviews for you guys from the public, from Google Maps. We're going to jump into those here in – just a second, but let's – how did you guys just in general feel about the pizza? Like no scoring involved. What's your general consensus, do you think? Uh, like just pizza? Yeah, just the pizza. Okay. Yeah, Blake, you go for it. Uh, I feel this way about a lot of experiences in my life, but it's it's like one of those things where it was it was good and I'm – glad that i had it but it's not something i would order again yeah i honestly i'd agree with you Uh, i should also mention that um i was on that track but i forgot uh they did have a storefront but now they are in a brewery on st john's in vancouver washington but uh they're in a brewery now in st john's called victor 23 which is all about db cooper so there's that what what's that i don't know what db cooper is. to be honest i didn't know that it had anything to do with D.B. Cooper? I don't know. Really? What the what does Victor 23 even mean? Like, I don't under... Victor 23, I think, was the flight. Was it? Yeah, I think oh, okay. the flight was Okay, so that, was that makes sense then. What flight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so D.B. Cooper, for those that don't know, is like this local legend in Washington. It actually happened, I think, in the 70s. Mm. Uh, but this one guy, he took over an airline. So like no guns, nothing like that. Yeah. So what he brought? He robbed a bank, right? No, he no, he didn't rob a bank. He got onto the flight and he passed the waitress or the stewardess a note, and he was like, uh, "I I don't remember if he was like get this plane on the ground or like up in the air or whatever." Well, there's a bunch of gray area with the whole thing too. That's why there's like so many different <laughs> like yeah. conspiracy theories you're gonna going around. Say it. that he slipped her a twenty. I was like, "Damn, that bitch is easy." Yeah, <laughs> back in the seventies, that's like a three thousand dollars. No, so actually, okay, I could be totally wrong, but we're just gonna. This is a Dylan story here. So, <laughs> I sure I don't even think they were up in the air yet. I think they were boarding, and he was like, "I'll take." This and then I want you to contact. This is I'm holding this plane hostage. Is essentially what the what the note said. And mm. then so they're like not even taxiing out of the airport yet. Mm. And then eventually, basically, like law enforcement got involved. He asked for like a million dollars or two million dollars or whatever uh, in a briefcase, which they gave him. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they actually he was like, okay, you need to get us up in the air. But this guy didn't have a gun. He didn't have anything, and he was just wearing. 
Uh, like said big old nuts, dude, huge nuts on that guy. <laughs> you slip with sure. someone, someone like something that says you're holding the plane hostage, you're armed a weapon and there's like, oh, okay. Not these days. I think they'll blow your fucking head off <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like <laughs> you got a Homeland security behind you with a gun yeah. pointed at you. Uh, so they get up in the air and then after he got the money and then somehow, I don't know how this even works because it's like thousands and thousands of pounds of pressure. Well, I don't know if did he like I don't know if everybody was deboarded at that point. Uh, I don't think so. You don't? So I feel like it'd be really hard for them to get him up in the air with everybody in the plane. Does he have know. any power over the situation without any? Well, I think so. It had never <laughs> been done before. Oh, yeah, yeah that Just was the a first one to try to hij- hijack a plane. Yeah, well, there was a bunch of weird stuff too because they kept like saying they were like finding stuff and like some people thought he was. It goes deep. Like mm-hmm. if you go on YouTube, I think uh, like yeah, it's local legend here because cutting you off. But to that point, like. This is where supposedly he made his jump out of the plane. Uh-huh. Um, and so, I mean, hunters and people out in the woods all over around this area have like claimed to potentially find stuff or they're trying to find like, oh, where's D.B. Cooper's money at? Like, yeah. So it's a huge thing. And but- actually, you know what? Uh, so, yeah, and it, they get up in the air and then he jumps out. He parachutes out of the airplane. I don't know how the fuck he did that, but he did that. And then he parachuted over, and then people saw money falling and, like, what are all this mm-hmm. other shit. Um, you know that – what's that road – what's our local beach called? I cannot remember. Um, which which it's beach? It's, like, a trashy fucking place. It's like, talking about Frenchman's? Frenchman's, yeah. yeah. Frenchman's is actually – they found some of that money at Frenchman's. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Did you know that? I know no, that I uh, there was, uh, like, a hunter a long time ago that was out with – I don't know who he was with, but he – not by himself necessarily, and he was out um, scouting for a buck and found like money that was out there in the woods too. That was like huh. supposedly, supposedly traced. I, I, like I said, there's so much conspiracy theory behind it. It's really hard to tell what's real and what's what's yeah. not. You yeah, know? for sure. Like, Which makes it kind of fun. They but. still haven't caught the guy. At well, all. and then they were trying to say because I, I watched a video, and I'm I'm thinking back to like when I was like you know one eye squinting at the screen on YouTube, <laughs> and I swear they were mentioning something about finding like information that he may have been like Canadian, and it was like the whole thing was weird. Like they couldn't get they have like yeah. drawn pictures of him, huh. can't find the guy. And then he moved to Vancouver, Washington, open rally pizza. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we're getting at with the story. So, <laughs> way to bring it back around, Blake. Thanks. And just to spit in the face of the FBI, he opened up a place called Victor Twenty Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of the story, but that's the brewery that they're located at, uh, Rally Pizza. So, uh, back to it. A general consensus on this one. Yeah. So for me, pizza wise, I. And I, I don't enjoy saying this. I don't know if I was just like spiteful that day that we were out trying it, but I just, yes. I, I didn't really enjoy it. I liked, and this is where it's hard because it's very hard to come across a brewery in my life that I have been like, I'm not having fun here. So like the brewery, <laughs> I actually, I think is a cool spot. Uh, the pizza, on the other hand, I think, you know, maybe we had some like new workers running it or something. I, it just, maybe. it wasn't, uh, was not up to the standard that I thought it was going to be. I definitely agree. Um, so, yeah, without revealing too much, we were all pretty mid-level on this one. I mean, it was it was what it was, but let's look at some reviews and see. We'll give you, we'll give you both sides of the coin, right? And then at the end of this segment, we'll give you what we actually scored it um, so you guys can know whether or not. And like we said, if you guys like a place, that's great. If you don't like a place that we reviewed... Okay. 
<laughs> That's fine too. Um, okay, I'll uh, I'll go through the reviews. We just have two. Uh, I'm trying to keep it short, but um, what do you think? Should I do? Uh, Let's go bad first. I bad love those first. Ones. Okay, yeah, we'll just jump right into it. Okay, uh, so this was supposedly about six months ago. Uh, so keep that in mind too. But I gotta try to read it. Um, so. Fan of Rally Pizza when they were in business, but this is not good. I think what they were meaning by that was when they had the like, like storefront Hello, yeah. brick and mortar establishment or whatever it's, uh-huh. it'd be called. Um, that's yeah, no longer around. So now they're like he was saying, operating out of Victor Twenty Three. Um, back to the pizza though, he says dough is dough is still great, but uh, makers were not trained correctly, and middle of the pizza is a mushy mess. Okay, uh, thin. Thin pizza cannot have too much cheese. Now he's getting into like he's telling you how a pizza is supposed to be made. So thin pizza cannot have too much cheese or toppings while being cooked. The crust turns out great, but the thinner three quarters of the pizza is a mess. I think with proper uh, proper training, it could be a hit. And then it mentions, which is funny because we have done a review on them, but the Navo downtown is much better. Uh, beer is good, uh, much better than Lewitt or Heathen. That seems to be not the case uh salad was great i'll give the pizza six months and try it again which that's funny because we that went a loaded to review yeah <laughs> yeah first of all we went to Nanavo and we had the same complaints about well, them it, that he's having on uh on Vic, uh on rally yeah well, yeah like, i know that's kind of interesting we were thinking that the dough was a little it was too hard undercooked uh-huh well undercooked at uh at oh, Nanavo, Nanavo, though yeah, Nanavo so, had the yeah, it's interesting, but he does mention that part about um, thinking that maybe like the the whatever the pizza makers or cooks weren't trained correctly, and that's something that I was thinking maybe could be the case too. You know, they moved to a new spot, and because like with us, without giving away our whole review, we had kind of an opposite um, mm-hmm. experience yeah. with the pizza. Yeah, so. still didn't like it, but they went too far in the other direction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not a huge fan about him calling out Lewitt and Heathen because I think that they're they're great establishments and have yeah. great beer. So, uh, dude, you know, we could just toss the review out the window, honestly, at that point. I wish we could review <laughs> beer breweries. Like, <laughs> I thought you were saying Hint, hint towards beer. the future. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we'd ever, I don't know if we'd have partners after that. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Like, oh, uh, we're going to get to... Like the way this podcast fucking works in the first place <laughs> is that we all decide on a day during the week where we're like, let's let's meet up and let's try this place. And then, you know, we write down the scores or whatever, and then we come back to the studio and we do it here. But I think with a brewery, I don't know if we could get away with like, hey, babe, I'm going to go <laughs> fucking review some beers. And she's like, oh, you're going to have one and review it? No. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have five or six and please come pick me up later. <laughs> yeah. Like we're reviewing. This. They're being mean to me. Please come pick me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so we got a, we got a good review too. I was going to say, we can find, we can find beer anywhere. So like putting us in that position is probably not smart. Yeah. No. No. Uh, okay. So moving on we're to. filming at nine in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It is 11 right now. Yeah. Let's, come on. Sure. 11.30. Throw everybody under the bus. It's for the aesthetic. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so moving along. So this one was actually also six months ago, um, and this was a five-star review. So friendly service with indoor and outdoor seating. Uh, food took a while, but was definitely fresh and amazing pizza. Beers were good, too. And then, oh, this gets into the why we were talking about D.B. Cooper, actually. So we came across, or we came because we saw the documentary on D.B. Cooper and wished there was a bit more of an experience related to that. 
Um, there was there were little nuggets and a big airplane wall, but such a small place. The the place is surprisingly more of a neighborhood bar than a tourist destination, but that's all right. It was good. So friendly friendly Yelp reviewer there, which is like <laughs> I think hard to come by in general. Um, I will say, and I don't know if I just had tunnel vision for just trying the pizza, but I maybe I just didn't like look around well enough. Like I looked at the tables, kind of the general atmosphere, but I guess I didn't. I didn't even connect the dots until like now no that idea. we were that that was part of the the like gimmick with Victor Twenty Three. Yeah, I mean, there's two sides of me on this. Like you're at a fucking brewery, and it's for beer, but also that brewery did name themselves Victor Twenty Three. So I did do a little scoping out, uh, and they have posters, and they have, uh, I think, like she said, like a picture of an airplane or something like that, like what they flew. They definitely have pictures and posters on the wall of D.B. Cooper artwork. Yeah, I guess I don't know what, what these this individual was expecting, but, like, I don't know if they wanted to be greeted by, like, a tour guide and, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't taken know. through the plane and handed a beer. Like, you're... you're that's not... You're, that's a cool you know, idea. You're, it's a great idea. I mean, you know, yeah. we should probably look into that. But, I mean, huh. it seems a little interesting. Like, you, you, with today's technology, you can see pictures of the place ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You can see what you're walking yeah. into damn near everywhere. And so I, it's a little interesting that they they saw a documentary, showed up, and now they're like, well, you know, like, well, we I didn't meet D.B. Cooper, yeah, exactly. so yeah, this doesn't seem right. You know? I mean, it's like, dude, it's a it's a bar. It's not a fucking, it's not an escape room, which I ha- I've been to a D.B. Cooper escape room. It's, really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Which, okay, like, whatever. But, like, it, what did you want, man? <laughs> Well, what I, I want, what want? I want to know is how you made it out because that might have been how he did I don't did think it. I did. I think I'm still there right now. <laughs> I don't know. We had some smart people on the team, not me. That's for fucking sure. Uh, yeah, so there, there are the reviews. I mean, you got both sides of the coin on that one. Now you're going to hear our opinion. Yeah, now you're going to hear our opinion, the idiots, the regular guys. Uh, this mm-hmm. is what we do for a living now, apparently. But... So Rally Pizza, let's jump right into it. Uh, for number one, uh, again, we average all of our scores. We add them all together, get ourselves an average. Um, otherwise, it's going to take us, like the first episode did, it's going to take us four <laughs> fucking hours to get through this whole thing. If you fast forwarded through that, we don't blame you because we did too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as you're subscribed to the Patreon, we don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number one, our category is pepperoni style. And this one was a 10 for all of us. I mean, they had the cups. They had what we wanted. Um, oh, fuck. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the only thing they did right. Yeah. (laughs) Oof. (laughs) No, they they (laughs) didn't. Blake did not like this place for sure. (laughs) Uh, Number two is greasiness. Uh, We all gave it uh, the average is a seven. So it wasn't uh, not too bad. Not, yeah, not too bad. I didn't think it was greasy at all, honestly. No, it really wasn't greasy. Yeah. This one could have been a 10, maybe, but I think the overall vibe of the pizza was just not not there so scored a little lower on that one the grease would have helped soften it up so yeah i agree for sure uh number three is the cheese to sauce ratio and that aggregated at a 8.66 so we liked the cheese to sauce ratio right yeah yeah i didn't think that part was bad at all no. Uh, we probably should mention before we get further into the reviews, though, that this is also, and I'm going to butcher the name of the style of pizza again, but ne- ne- Neapolitan? Yeah. 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 Neapolitan. Yeah, yeah. Just so they're aware of that, like, because we, 
we've been learning as we go <laughs> um, that, you know, that with that style of pizza. We by accident chose three Neapolitan places, not yeah. even knowing that existed. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, it was by accident. Like when I do my research on these places, like I, I know I'm looking at it. I know what it is, but I don't know if maybe we need to, I, I just, I feel like if we get too into the weeds with it, mm. You know, we're going to be like, okay, now we're doing Chicago style, which mm-hmm. we could do for sure. But yeah. no, I just think it should be mentioned because then we're going to mm-hmm. go into like conversations about, you know, what's the angle to dangle on this pizza <laughs> and stuff like that, where it's like, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um, where were we? Oh, cheese of sauce got 8.66. Yeah. Number four is the crust, and that one scored a lot lower uh, at five. Um, we weren't big fans of the crust. Anthony, you said it was Burns. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was like, so that was like, I guess I was getting myself ready for this next bit here. Um, (laughs) From my experience with Neapolitan style pizza, which has been short and brief, but I love it um, so far. uh, I, I haven't had it where the crust hasn't been awesome. And Mm -hmm. it seems like, like just this pizza, I think it goes back to potentially like needing needing to make sure that the, you know, like the cooks or chef, whatever, you know, pizza maker is up to par with how to cook those. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, that with this Neapolitan-style pizza, typically there are there are a couple on the pizza, a couple bubbles of, like, burnt yes. crust. But the entire thing shouldn't be burnt, which was your chief complaint. Yeah, this was like... You know, when you're when you're a novice like marshmallow roaster and you just <laughs> set the thing on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of like that. Yeah. I, ta- I tasted burnt. I didn't taste like pizza dough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you picked up what you thought was one slice and then two slices came with it. <laughs> and then you held it up. He just holds it up in his hand just for everyone to see and like. And it's straight like cardboard. Yeah. It the was, dangle was rock hard on this one. Yeah, there was no angle to the dangle. I mean, <laughs> Which is, is just like not how that pizza style is supposed to be cooked at all, I guess. So no. that was my, that was, that was my, I guess my complaint. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, it was pretty rough. Um, the sturdiness and thickness really ties into this and that is going to bring us to number five and that got 5.33. Um, I actually, I mean, I had, we always get, you know, our baseline is pepperoni pizza for sure, but I always get a couple of pizzas so we can try them all and kind of do that. We don't take the other pizzas into account, but for sturdiness, thickness, I did not have a burnt pizza. So it was like pretty decent, I suppose. Like, so anyway, it averaged out to 5.33. I think I was the highest, uh, one of the highest scores on there for that. Uh, number six is how's a pair with beer and boys. What do we always say? Ten. Ten. Nice. Uh, number seven is can the poors afford it? And don't take offense because we are also poor as shit all the time. Uh, <laughs> Half of that's because we do this podcast. Half keep of- eating out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we spend so much money on this, and uh, that one got a ten. I mean, this one like the other ones. Um, this was like thirteen bucks. 14, something like that, right? 13 for margarita and uh, 17 for pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah, it really wasn't bad. No, which seems to be the standard, which I love um, for these other places. Mm -hmm. Now, I will mention... I will mention that Podunks got a lower score for this one because it's expensive as fuck at $21, uh, and that's before tip and before tax and all that shit. So $21 for a pepperoni pizza. This was 13 or 14, I think. 
and I would just like to revisit that because I think a couple of times I've said, oh, I think the pizza for Podunks was $26, but really it's 21 You leave a $5 tip or whatever. But mm-hmm. Also, Podunks, if we could jump into that for just a second, I realize what they're trying to do or like whether they know it or not, they're trying to crossbreed American-style pizza with this Neapolitan pizza. Mm. I think I realized that just right now. Mm. And I don't think... I don't know if they know that they're doing that because they're making these smaller pizzas. Like, I don't know if that was a business decision Mm. or if they were just like, let's make smaller pizzas and then larger crust. Well, they'll know now after listening to the cold slice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We've talked about them in every episode. We're just... That's true. That's true. I mean, it's a point of contention, right? Like... (laughs) You guys grew up in this town or in that town, and I did not, but I live here now. So it's like we want them to be so much more That's than what they I was are. Say, yeah, we want them to win so bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay. So can the boys afford it? This yes. is number seven, and yes, they got a ten for that one. Um, number eight is Good Morning Pizza, which is usually Blake's job, but we all do this one. So this one got a four point six six, and just was not a Good Morning Pizza. It just was, it was too hard to begin with. So, you know. I had a bad case of morning wood. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> morning wood fired pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah good. Oh, there you it go. It was hard to begin with and it got even harder in the morning. <laughs> it's just a fucking dude with a boner. Like, <laughs> he just woke up. He's making pizzas. Uh, date ambiance for this guy. That, I don't know how we're just going to jump away from that, but <laughs> here we go. Date ambiance for this one was a six. I personally fucking did not like the ambiance. Like, it's this is kind of a hard review because they are attached. Rally is a separate entity, supposedly, as far as we know, as far as the public is going to know, is a separate entity from Victor 23. I assume there's some cuts, like, you know, every pizza we sell, we get a cut. Or maybe they're one company. I don't know. But Date Ambiance is its own category. And I did not like it. Uh, it was, it's cool. The place is cool if you're going to go with your boys and hang out and grab a beer or something like that because you can see all the brewing, all the brewing stuff and whatever. It's like you could touch it if you wanted to. <laughs> I really like that. What'd you say? The barrels. Yeah. Yeah, the barrels. Yeah. So that's cool. What I didn't like is that they have, they're cramming people into this area, mm-hmm. I feel like. Like I sat behind the fucking happiest family in the world and nothing pisses me off more than a happy family. (laughs) So they're playing games. They're singing songs. I don't know what the fuck was going on. And like, I heard show tunes at one point. Say they'd have a different review of the place than we did. Hundred <laughs> percent. They weren't commiserating about the lack of quality in the pizza like we were. No, no. Also, I'm a big boy too, though. Like, so it's not like, like we should take that into consideration. But like, taking up space. <laughs> I take up some space for sure. So I fucking I'm sitting there and I'm sitting next to my fiance and you guys are across the table, and like I'm I'm like cheek to cheek. With the wife behind me, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah, we're touching booty farts. holes for sure. <laughs> it yeah, was about to be not a happy family because you were about to like you know <laughs> yeah. get it exactly, dude. I I don't know what was going on. I didn't like the date ambiance um, as far as dates go. Mm. Yeah, right there with you. Yeah, I mean, and this is a hard one for me. I don't know why I took almost the opposite side. I like I think if you if you decide you're gonna take your date to a brewery like either one you've been to that brewery before so there's a reason mm. that you're doing it or two you're both alcoholics or you just need <laughs> to drink yourself I don't, I don't it's not usually like 
a date move? It can be if you've been to that one and you know like sure. what you're dealing with, or like you're on a road trip or something, and you gotta like stop by like uh, that. That's what I would do. Maybe be like, let's go stop here. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think that's like the goat. So no, date ambiance I'd probably say is low. But at the same time, they did have cool like like tents outside set up. They're they're maximizing their space because they are literally on like with the irony in this too, it looks like like a pizza slice of real estate oh, basically. Yeah. And yeah. so there's not a whole lot for them to work with. Their parking lot, I know we had a review where the guy was, which that was like uh, for this last episode, he was so upset with the fact that there was lack of parking for Nanavo, which it's like, <laughs> if you know where that place is, it's in the middle of downtown mm-hmm. in a city. So like, good luck with parking in general. Yeah. You're gonna have to park a little ways away. This, this is in Portland, buddy. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they were expecting with that. But um, this this place also had kind of some hard parking to deal with, and they're not in downtown necessarily. Um, so that was one thing that I would say is like parking is a little difficult, which just kind of goes to show that they don't have a huge establishment, and they were cramming people in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I mean, there are places to sit outside. Uh, there's some heating there too fireplaces, whatever. I mean, it was raining and freezing when we went, but... Mm-hmm. But they had the tents, though. Yeah, they did have the tents. Yep. I just... I don't think... I don't think my fiancé would have been happy with that. You shouldn't no. be getting that many people in business. Fuck them for trying to make money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel like you're on their side now. I don't know. A little bit? <laughs> I'm just like... I just liked the tents. I don't know why. Like, I hated everything about, like, our little COVID deal we went through. Mm. Um, but yeah. I, what I hated most about that is, and what has also like kept me broke has been the fact that I was not able to go out mm-hmm. until the restaurants and bars and breweries started to find their loopholes where they're like, well, great, we'll throw up a heater, set up this mm-hmm. tent outside. Uh-huh. And now every time I see one of those tents, I'm like, okay, you know what? Not only do these guys party, <laughs> yeah. but they also want to stay in business. Mm-hmm. And I know if I can't find a seat inside, I could still stay warm outside. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is true. Hang out. Um, our final category is selection size, and we gave these guys a 5.33 as well. Uh, just kind of worked out that way. I don't know that their selection size was huge. Uh, that being said, again, this place was a brewery before these guys showed up and they served their own food or whatever. So I don't know if there was like a smaller menu they needed to adhere to or something. I think they're just beer focused. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. them being a brewery like that is, you're not. I think people are coming for the pizza, but I don't think that is what people are actually coming for. No, I mean, it's no. their beer. They brew it. They're, you know, they have a, they have a good selection of beer, it looked like. Yeah, and um, their beer was great. Yeah. Yeah. But the pizza, on the other hand, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, there was, there was like four or five options, maybe? I don't remember. It was, yeah, it was I remember like it being significantly lower than all the other places we'd gone to. Yeah, that's for sure. And again, I mean... If you're if you've got a storefront where you're used to having all this space and then you got to go into a brewery, things already aren't going well. So I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to make as much money as possible. With yeah. the yeah, with the space that they have too. Yeah. Um, so at the end of this one, uh, we gave them an average score of seventy two, which I believe puts them into fourth place, just based off of what we have right now. Um, obviously, obviously next month or next week, we will be deciding who the winner was with our next review. I mean, Mm -hmm. that'll tell us, that'll give us all the scores so far. Rally is the lowest score we have right now. 
Um, so, you know, not that we're ending the podcast, but tune in next week to figure out where the fuck to get some pizza. Like, <laughs> where the best place is in the entire world, as far as we're concerned. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's jump into let's jump into some shit. What do you got for us, Anthony? Hey guys, this is Blake. Thanks for listening to the Cold Slice podcast. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to shamelessly plug my music career. I have a band, and our name is The Filament. That's F-I-L-A-M-E-N-T. A lot of people think it's spelled with a P-H. It's with an F. So you can follow us on all socials at The Filament with an F. The Filament music the filament music is how you can follow us and we have a new album coming out on november 15th it's our first album the only way to get this exclusively is to email the cold slice at gmail.com it won't be on streaming for a few months so that's the only way you can get it emailing the cold slice at gmail.com um, i'd also like to announce that i have a solo show coming up um, at birch street uptown lounge in camas washington that's going to be on saturday november 18th so Saturday, November 18th at Birch Street Uptown Lounge in Camas, Washington. Come uh, check me out solo. Thank you very much for listening to The Cold Slice. Back to the show. All right, so it's my week. Um, what did I want to call this one? That was what I was going back and forth with. The regular guy response, I think, unless you had a different thing. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's really what it is. But yeah, so basically, we're just going to go over certain situations that you may find yourself in on the day-to-day throughout your life. Okay. Um, and I just want to hear a response on how you guys would handle that situation. Okay. These Sweet. are geared slightly towards <laughs> certain situations I personally have been in. <laughs> are, are we going to get your response too on these? Uh, maybe what you did, like what could. you would do, or did. just just take to my Twitter. You've, you've heard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, so so the first one then, you're driving. So okay, so this one is. Let's set the stage here for a second. So you're 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 already maxed. You got to go to the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. Grocery store. Go to the mall. Whatever. You're going shopping somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's just put into perspective that you're not happy about that situation. Either you're not happy about shopping or you're just, you're not having a good day initially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, it's busy parking lots full. You're waiting for your spot. You got your signal on whatever you got to do to let somebody know, Hey, I'm waiting for this car that's backing out right now. Mm-hmm. And then, cause this has probably all happened to us at some point or another. Somebody just comes up, snakes that spot right from you, pulls in and parks. Now the kicker is that you already have your windows down in your car. So mm-hmm. how do you handle that situation? Ah. <laughs> uh... Why don't you go first, Blake? I just shot out of bed old, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just going to take it in the ass. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do anything about it, but I will yell. Not There's at no, the person. no confrontation for you at all, just no. You're <laughs> well, just going to yell no <laughs> and then park next to him. <laughs> I, I guess. I, I'm just going to roll over and take it for sure. I'm normally driving a larger vehicle than someone that would be able to whip in that quick. So, I don't know. Props to them. I guess they're... Yeah. Fair enough. Take an advantage. I feel like okay, so I would consider myself like like you are you are parked. This guy, whoever, has their car in reverse. Mm. You can see the reverse lights on. They're starting to back out. You're sitting in this. You're sitting in position to take that spot. You've already waved them out. Some other cars, the opposite of you, is now pulling in. Probably just mm. hit the parking lot. Uh-huh. Doesn't give a shit about you or your life <laughs> or what you're doing. And they're about to just take that spot from you, and they do. And they do. Dude, I'm so worried about going to jail. <laughs> like, we're pussies. <laughs> dude, yeah, I am like, I used to be 
less confrontational when driving. And now I'm definitely a little bit more like just over pretty much everyone's shit. But in this, like in instances like this, I'm always so fucking mad, but I'm always like, what, what am I going to do? Am I going to hop out and start beating some ass? Like, fucking, you don't have to take it to that level, you know, but not it gonna probably s- might go through your head for a second, depending on who's driving the car. <laughs> it definitely does. Like, I I definitely, that would piss me off for sure for the next hour and a half, and yeah. then my fiance just think, has to deal with it. I think we're stewards, so I think what a better move <laughs> yes. for us would be would be like, pretend like, oh, no, it's okay, go park, park yourself, then sabotage them in the store somehow. Yeah, 100%. oh, yeah, I always think about, like, I can't wait to run into you at this exact same store that we're both going to that's that you the, haven't thought anything about. That's the other thing, that's the other thing, <laughs> Like, I will sure. see you in line at <laughs> checkout. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Also, like, who does that shit? Because you know... It happens. It happened to me, like, two months ago. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I know it happened. It's just like... Who the fuck does that? Who in their right mind does that? Because we're both going to the same place. You have to see me eventually. Like today, in the next 20 minutes, we're going to see each other. And then like you were an asshole. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know if that's like funny to you or like whatever. Like you're just one of those kind of guys. But I will be taking all the snickerdoodle cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I'm going to be taking shit out of your cart. Like (laughs) as you're not looking or whatever. I'm going to add stuff to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, So when you go home, your wife fucking yells at you for not picking up her... Snickers or whatever the fuck. <laughs> that dude, people that do that kind of shit are just the most unhinged people in the end. Like, this is how societies break down. Okay. 100%. Like, if you can't follow the fucking rules, like, of just social norms for the most part, mm-hmm. what do you do? Dude, ship. No. Write a Yelp review. Yeah. Start a podcast. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Fucking, I don't know what your problem is, but you are an asshole for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, so this did actually happen to me one time um, at the Vancouver Mall. (laughs) And uh, I was waiting and I had, uh, I think it was like, this was when I was still in high school because I think I was getting stuff from the Macy's for for like prom or something like that. Uh, Do you remember Um, when malls were the place? Oh yeah, just the go-to spot. Yeah, they're dead now. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And thank you, Amazon. No shit. Um, Well, I mean- who really liked the mall anyway? We did as middle I mean, schoolers probably, but... Yeah, just like being a mall rat running around. Like yeah. You're not even buying we anything. You're just there point. to... Yeah. We were desirable for dude, you guys, the mall. <laughs> yeah, you guys grew up in the country, so that was probably like going to New York for you. It guys. was. It was nuts. Dude. Yeah. It was nuts. I was like, there's stoplights out here. <laughs> we're going um, to the mall? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get hit on by a random middle-aged man. Yeah. <laughs> they got a seize candy in here, mom. Like, <laughs> a random middle-aged man. Long story short, uh, this guy and his whatever, I think it was like just a convertible BMW, just your typical like, okay, I'm taking the spot from you. Always regardless. a BMW. And I, I am driving my 1986 CJ7 Jeep, mm. and it's obnoxiously loud. But I loved it to death, and I also didn't like to take shit, even though my car could get easily folded. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's not a big car, um, which is also why I knew I could have whipped into that spot. But as I'm going in, he literally comes through, looks at me, takes the spot. I had my blinker on and everything. Mm. The car like pulls <laughs> off, like kind of looking like, oh, okay, I guess that guy just took the spot. And I'm like, I just sit there for a second. He gets out, clicks his keys, and then starts to walk by and like continues to look at me the whole time mm. as he walks by. And I'm like, all right, I'm not having that. And so luckily, by the grace of God, the person next to him was walking to his car, got into the car and left. Mm. And I was just enough space in that parking spot. And my car was just tiny enough 
that I was able to completely park over his line and park mm. in the back nice. to yeah. where that guy wasn't leaving until it was time for me to leave the mall. I love that. <laughs> and I wouldn't have to worry about anything because he had such a low riding car and I had these giant like Jeep tires. Uh-huh. He's just going to hit your wheels. He's just going to hit my tire if he hits anything. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Was it, did you, were you able to park on like the, the power move for the, something like this? Is like, so I definitely parked park illegally because I was, oh yeah, no, I was, I was on the driver's side, the left spot right next to him. Uh-huh. And I parked back like four feet from the spot. So I definitely mm-hmm. was not in the spot, but it was enough that my, my Jeep was like sideways mm-hmm. and he, there was no getting out for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, he must've like spent a lot of time in the mall. Uh, he had a BMW, so he probably had more shopping money than mm-hmm. I did probably uh, probably at the time because when I got out, he, his car was still sitting there. So oh, I didn't, I didn't get the full vengeance I wanted but I knew in the back of my head uh-huh. I was able to go into that mall standing tall. Yeah, because mm. that's what matters, dude. In my head I had won that Ready entire for a brawl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little victories for sure. Yeah. I probably would have got my ass kicked if he came out though. <laughs> um okay, so all right, well so number 2, let's keep it going here. Um <laughs> Okay. Maybe this is just like the inner anger in me, but so the the grocery clerk so you're at the store now. I just mm-hmm. apparently I don't like going to the store. That's what was on top of my mind when I wrote these. Uh, the grocery clerk heavily pushes for you to make a, a donation mm. or roundup. No, I am folding every time. What you fold Are you every serious? time? It, I don't know. I just I feel the pressure. Like, I never hear you like talk when, about cancer kids. <laughs> they're like just raise, <laughs> just rounded up one dollar for hunger. Right. And I'm like, I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and if I round up another dollar, you won't see me for another few. Why months. don't you give them this money? <laughs> I love it when they ring the bell, and then the whole staff is like, "Thank you." What the fuck? No. What are you going to Coldstone? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> it's usually Panda Express. You want to uh, really for Dornbeckers or something? Oh, okay. Dornbeckers Dorn is Becker the one. Kid. Like, the, yeah, I was. I was gonna say <laughs> Dornbeckers <laughs> is the one where I, I still, I still end up folding on. But there's fuck a lot of them. I'm just like, I, man. I don't have any money for this right now. Like <laughs> I'm already overextending myself buying yeah. what I'm buying. What's yeah. the line don't. though? Cause like if it's rounding up like three cents, then I'll be like, whatever. I think it's just principle for me at this point. <laughs> I'm like, like no thank you. dude, because then nowadays too, it's like, especially where I live, it's like, okay, so I walk out of my apartment. I'm immediately asked to round up to the nearest homeless dude. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't have money to give you. You know, I see you every day. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm struggling myself, mm-hmm. you know. Then we go to the store. Then I'm asked to round up there. Then I go to my car, but between the store that I'm at and my car is another line of people asking wait, for money. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> With inflation, do you think homeless people are asking for more money? Yeah, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> like, I think we're raising they, our rates. They're like, here, you're like, here's a dollar, and they're like, dude, that's like thirty cents. Like, I think that they definitely don't have the same like excitement in their eyes when you hand them a one versus if you hand them uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. five or 20 also, or something who's handing the money these days like not me I, I don't do it I've had so much shit broken into recently I'm yeah. like I we well, need to start paying them off dude I, I don't want to generalize the homeless people but the ones that are living around my apartment are mean that's because you're not paying the vig bro you gotta <laughs> you gotta pay you gotta pay the you, gotta, are you, gotta, off you now. gotta pay yes. to play. <laughs> yeah man you need the protection you need that protection money so, well, yeah. how are you handling that? I live. No, in I'm the talking woods. about. I'm talking about the roundup deal. Oh, the roundup deal. <laughs> the, the, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I live in the woods, dude. If there are homeless people out there, I'm. You're not fucking with them. <laughs> no, no. Um, the roundup deal. So you, I don't know, man. I usually say no. Uh, there have been times where I'm like, a little bit more like, 
honestly anxious is probably the word mm-hmm. where I'm like, I just want to get out of this transaction. Mm-hmm. Like, give me my shit. Let mm-hmm. me get out of here. You can get on with your day. I can go fucking do whatever I'm doing. And like, just here's the money. Mm-hmm. If it's going to make you leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think the Roundup program can suck my ass. I'm like, mm. I'm not doing it. Because they're just like, getting a tax right off. It's well, like, I just want to yeah, know. I want to know exactly. yeah, how much of the money's actually going there. Not, well, I mean, like, I'm show sure. Me, just show me. I'm sure all of it, but like they're going to get that money back in taxes. Oh, yeah. For absolutely. sure. And by the way, these companies use that shit to get awards for being like, here's how much we donated to this company or this yeah, company. It's like, they didn't donate, we did. <laughs> right, it's like, what the fuck? I mean, like, it's, gr- it's great that, like, these hospitals are getting funding. I was a Dornbecker kid <laughs> at one point. Not anymore, but <laughs> I was a Dornbecker kid. And they do great work, obviously. But in general, I'm like, isn't that, like, one of the most funded hospitals in... <laughs> On the West Coast? Well, I mean, they have a pretty solid business plan. They're doing pretty well. Let's keep yeah. young, sick kids alive. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, Let's keep young that's kids That's the one sick. where it's like every that's time. just sick enough. That's the business plan. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're not making that much more money uh, this month, so can we just pick a handful of kids to give cancer to? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Timmy, you didn't make the cut this month. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Pan Express helped fund that. Yeah. And you know, you know how we get out of this? Make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll bail us out. They always do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where'd you go for yours? <laughs> oh God. Okay, so this is because uh, <laughs> this is a good story. I was actually saving this for stand up, but I guess we'll do it. Um, so I had cancer as a kid. I was, you know, I eventually got through it. But the Make a Wish people come to you and they go, "Where do you want to go?" And I'm six years old. <laughs> like I've been through three years of cancer, and like. My family had always watched TV at night, you know what I mean? So, like, you have dinner, and then everyone sits down, and they watch TV. Mm -hmm. So, my first answer, and I'm pretty sure I was fucked up on drugs or something like that, but my first fucking answer was, I want to go on the Rosie O'Donnell show. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Like... And they said no. <laughs> what? I was like, what the hell, man? I thought this was like everybody gets what they want. <laughs> this is what you sold me on. Like, get me <laughs> get me up there with Rosie O'Donnell, bro. Yeah. Like, put me in that fucking chair next door. Big ask. <laughs> yeah, it's not a huge ask. No one watches was it. it. Was it Rosie O'Donnell who tr- turned you down or what? <laughs> Dude, I think it was the company that was like, no, no, no. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. You're not that sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm like those people. They live in New York. They don't give a fuck about cancer kids okay. at all. They're just worrying about like whatever show they got to fucking run or something. But uh, yeah, so it was Rosie O'Donnell, and they said, "Nope, not gonna happen." Uh, so what we ended up, what I ended up deciding was that I wanted to visit New York. So I did. Do you know what fucking year that was? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. That was two months after nine eleven. They sent me into a war zone, bro. They're trying to kill you. Yeah, dude. It was like it was insane. They're like, yeah, two months after nine eleven, the TSA just took off. <laughs> they're still grounding flights. Like they're still doing all this shit. There's still like asbestos coming down out of the fucking thing. It was insane. I'm pretty sure Bush had a hand in that. He's like, how do we stop the terrorists? Give him this cancer kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's not going to kill him. He's just going to fuck him. So he'll be all right. Like, he's just going to ask a lot of annoying questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they ended up 
hooking me up in the Macy's Jet Day Jet fuel parade. doesn't melt steel beams. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's get that one. That one's not as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, how much time do we have? Uh, we're, yeah, we got time for minutes. a few more. Yeah. Okay. Hi, this is Dylan from The Cold Slice. I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, if you're a local business in the Vancouver or Portland area and you'd like to reach our viewers, uh, you'd like us to read an ad for you, please let us know at thecoldslice at gmail.com. Thank you. So you shit your pants really early into your shift at work. Mm. Oh, boy. I can't say I've done that. Oh, really? I was going to say, I wish I could say I wrote this one not from personal experience. <laughs> I've done, I've shit my pants on several I, like. I'm still really? not fully convinced I'm potty trained. <laughs> like, not fully. I just have too much confidence walking into a fart. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Oh, and I'm like, no. oh, no. <laughs> where were you at when you shit your pants? Because you where, play where music. Where was I not when I shit my pants? Because <laughs> <laughs> you play music for a living. Like, are you shitting your pants on stage and then I mean, playing through okay, it? Okay, so I, he's I, doing it at the old person. Yeah, exactly. Home. At least there's white. Diapers, you know, that's true, <laughs> dude. I just blame it on them. It's like I'm playing memory care, and I'm, I think Gladys needs her diaper changed. <laughs> and they're like, "Why does it still smell?" Like I'm like, got, this, "It just lingers. It's, yeah. it's normal." You've got shit rolling down your pants on the stage. You're like, "Somebody get Gladys a diaper change." Like, exactly. Like, she's done. Bring an extra diaper. <laughs> no, um, my shit my pants story was actually at football camp in oh Linfield. My gosh, <laughs> you played football. Oh yeah, varsity, oh, yeah. bro. What? You yeah. were not varsity. Absolutely. Yeah. What? What? Small school, dude. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we were able to play varsity hey, hey. in any sport we wanted yeah, to. Yeah. What division were you guys? Forty-five. <laughs> no. no oh, one A. One A. Division one A. What? What was your position in football? Offensive line. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's what I was saying. They were taking dude. anybody that we could get. My tech dude, was, I was on a, point, bro. I was a tight end. What? <laughs> you, could, yeah. you could catch. That's yeah. insane. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're pretty good so, at catching. Well, so. we didn't have wide receivers, so I had to play tight end. But yeah. <laughs> it was the only time I could run routes. They're like, you've got the tightest end. You're tight end. <laughs> you can catch. <laughs> catch this with your tight end. <laughs> you played offensive lineman? Yes. <laughs> and it, it was offensive. <laughs> yeah. That's were a, you... Uh, the whole town was Because you played center a little bit, too. Oh, but yeah. you played... Uh, I just like tackle? people touch my butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I farted on our friend's hand once. That was fun. <laughs> Still doesn't know. And that was today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was your hand. Okay, but get into your story. Mm. Get into your story. Anyways, um, so uh, we're at uh, Linfield, which is uh, a college in McMinnville, Oregon. And we go there every year for a summer camp for football. And... Like, it's already, like, a, a dirty situation. Like, I'm not comfortable with my body enough at that point to shower with other people around. So okay. I'm already, like, sweaty. And <laughs> no, just in general. Yeah. Just salty. I yeah. didn't want to look at my That's why he was such a good lineman. <laughs> Nobody wanted to get near him. Yeah. <laughs> you know how big people can't see their penis? Yeah. I had that problem, but I wasn't big. <laughs> <laughs> it just turtled back in. I never saw it again. <laughs> So I'm, I'm sweaty, I'm salty, and they're they're calling out for practice, and I really got to go to the bathroom. So I'm, your coach is in there. It's penis inspection day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I, I want to please everyone, so I'm I'm just gonna tough it out. <laughs> and I we go out for the drill, and um, we're doing jumping jacks, and I'm like, I th I have to poop really bad, so I'm just trying to sneak out little farts here and there. <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing like up downs. Too. Yeah, we're doing up downs. So I remember and I was like right next to you. I was like, yeah. dude, that sounded. 
<laughs> I kind of went for it and it was a little wet. Sounded juicy. And then, God, I was such a, like, a people pleaser. I was like, I got to finish the drill. So I'm just like Dude. jumping up and down with shit in my shorts. Oh, my God. So you pooped yourself in midair. Oh, but this, story, yeah. this story gets so much better, too. Yeah. And then, um, so, yeah, I, I finished the drill. I'm like, okay, I did my due diligence. I go up to coach. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I got to go now. So I go there. I get into the bathroom. And I, I finished my business, and but then people walk into the bathroom, and I'm too embarrassed to walk out of the stall with my soiled underwear. Ugh. So I try to flush that shit down the toilet. No. <laughs> yeah. no. I put my fucking Hanes boxer briefs into the toilet with a prayer. I was like, God, please let these go down. Ugh. And God's not real. They didn't go down. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a tank on the toilet? Uh, yeah. Well, actually... Uh, no, I don't think there was. Damn. I was no. like, you could have gotten away with that Mm-mm. if you like lift the tank up, throw them no. in there, come back for them later. Oh, dude, it was terrible too because <laughs> where we were staying, we were staying in like a big gymnasium. The field house, basically. With four other schools. Yeah. Full teams Damn. of football. There was like well over... 150 probably Easily. kids in there, maybe Easily. more. So now you got four different schools of girls that will not fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, it was all, it was all, it was all dudes. All it was dudes, all dudes. But you know that story made it back. But here's the kicker. Yeah. Nobody could figure out until now, until this podcast, who the culprit was. Cook and also the worst part about the whole damn thing is that there was only one bathroom. Oh, or yeah, one bathroom, two stalls. And so it's not we like everyone was like, oh no, we can't shit. We got to go to the next one. They still shit on top yeah, of my It was disgusting. Oh, you know, it's a bunch of like oh, so a bunch by, of high school by, guys. By no. the end of the camp, the shit was like two inches from your nutsack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? I'll never forget that. It was the most disgusting thing you'll oh, ever see. That's disgusting, dude. <laughs> so you just left your underwear in the toilet. Yeah. And I. Well, he wasn't going to get it out after there was like four other well, you know, no, pies I didn't left on admit top. it. Like, there was a whole like team meeting about. It. They're like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> I don't know. I'm just looking around. <laughs> your so, underwear yeah. on the inside has like your name on it. Your mom wrote it. <laughs> They're like Blake, and you're like, uh, "Do oh, we I- have another Blake on the team?" Because it definitely wasn't me. <laughs> I thought you were saying like when I shit, it like sprayed my name. <laughs> no, 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 That's no. Disgusting. No. <laughs> That'd be a skill. Yeah, no, that was. So uh, yeah, I guess I'm just rocking with it when I shit my pants. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, right. How are you handling that? I don't. I don't. I have not. Uh, there was one time where I thought I You're shit my pants. You're such a liar. You've never. No. With the amount of beer that you drink. Yeah, no. And pizza you eat, you've never once never had accidentally a had a little oopsie. No. I have definitely like peed my pants for sure in really? your elevator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Okay. See, I haven't peed my pants in a long time, but mine's just the other side. Yeah, I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so there was a time I was coming back from the coffee shop. I lived right down the road and I took a chance on a fart and I went for it and I... <laughs> Came on the other end. Dude, I for sure thought I felt a log. <laughs> oh, no. For sure. I was very concerned. I like... I was sitting up like this in my truck, like just driving like I was a fucking orangutan or something. And I got home and I like went to the bathroom and nope. Safe. Got away. Just a it. fart bubble. Dang. Damn. Or something. So that does happen sometimes huh. where you, you think it's gonna be yeah. bad and you, you go down there and like just the hair from your ass kind of soaks it up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Fucking gross. That's, <laughs> it's a terrible sentence I didn't think I'd hear today. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Um Damn. Yeah. I mean, for me, I I had to really work on my diet. Because <laughs> I won't lie to you, there's been a little IBS. There's been a few times that 
I, I think I'm just a trustworthy dude. And so I think that I'm okay. I mean, <laughs> shit, I, I put my pants at work two days after we met, like, because we were, we went to the, or two days after we started uh, going to bars and stuff, I oh, should say, because uh-huh. then we were going to bars and I was drinking those IPAs and I went into work and I had my, uh, like, you know, it was a, so we worked as tellers for a bank. That's where we started out. And, um, I was like, you know, dressed, dressed up. Okay. I had my khakis on, hence the fucking mm. color of those guys. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, yeah, I trusted a fart, realized it wasn't. And it was like, I, I, this was like, hence my whole sentence there about having it happen early in the day. Mm. It was three hours into work. So then I had to pretend to be sick. I went to the bathroom mm-hmm. and I had to walk all the way back and send a message on my the little group chat. I'm like, I'm sick, I'm going home. Because there was no way I was going back through my day like that. And I couldn't just no. like leave and be like, I'm sick, but only temporarily. I'll be back after I change my pain, my underwear, you know? <laughs> like, I'm sick right now. Yeah, I'm sick, I'm, I'm sick for the next like 45 <laughs> minutes until I change my underwear and then I'll be back. That's for, funny. For maybe my pants, I don't know, you know? So you didn't try to like throw away the underwear and then go uh, commando for the rest of the day? There'd have been no way at that place. In those khakis, dude? Are you kidding mm. me? Oh. And we were, <laughs> yeah, I was like, have, as a teller, like you're standing all day, uh-huh. you know, at least where we work. And like I'm walking around plums. like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. No way in hell. That was super embarrassing. That's was funny. let's did it get through your underwear? Like, was your khakis wet on the backside? I don't want to talk about it. But oh, details, I, let's bro. just say I went home immediately and I had an interesting walk to the door. To <laughs> you exit. have to sit. Let's down just say I faced your... everybody eye level. It was like I'm heading out for the day. You your know? ass has seen every wall in that building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like my neck hurts. Okay, so I can't that's a my disgusting, neck. disgusting topic. On, let's you had move to along. sit on yeah, that shit in the car. <laughs> what's the next one? <laughs> um, okay, so you're on a long plane flight. And, and you're you seated. Shit yourself. <laughs> and you shit yourself. And uh, and you're seated. I was serious. Seated right in front of two screaming toddlers and a parent trying their best. Mm. And to top it off, those toddlers are kickers. Mm. How and you're, you're seated in front of them. You're seated mm. in front. Hence the part with them kicking. <laughs> oh. How do you handle that? Like, let's say you got another like six mm. hours of oh, your flight, fuck. You're going and you cut a red eye. Just to make it bad, dude. I don't know. I don't know what parent in their right mind's throwing their kid on a. Re- oh, actually, maybe. Hundred percent. It happens. Yeah, because then day. they sleep. You yeah. know. I don't know. Dude, I was a, okay. We'll get to that for sure. But like, I was on a flight once, and I was coming back from Louisiana, I think. And this lady, full-grown adult lady, knows what the fuck she's doing. She's been around for probably sixty years. Obviously, did not give a fuck. Pulls out a tuna sandwich <laughs> next to me and proceeds to eat it. What the fuck is that even about, dude? Like, mm. do you just not care? That's the dude. That is the boomer generation <laughs> in a nutshell, right there. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. I'm getting mine. It might be her last flight, dude. She doesn't know. I hope so. I hope it was. <laughs> like, I thought about making it her last flight because I almost called the fucking TSA on her. But the tuna. Police. Yes, the tuna police, <laughs> dude. I got off of that airplane and I'm talking to my fiance and I lean over. And like conversational uh, volume, I was like, that lady was a fucking monster. <laughs> and the lady was right behind us walking out of the airport. Oh, no. And you just hear her go, <coughs> and I was like, oh, don't really? you fucking, <laughs> me. Like, you who pulls out a fucking tuna sandwich, dude? She's fucking a, monster. She's like, I am the TSA, the tuna sandwich asshole. <laughs> but yeah, so exactly. if, that, if that alone is going to set you off, how are you handling because now you're dealing with small children, impressionable kids. I don't give a fuck about the, kids. <laughs> I don't. 
I don't. I don't want to see your kids. I don't want them to be around me. Uh, in that situation, dude, I, I'm a pretty, usually I'm pretty level headed in public cause I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to like put anyone's day off. You know what I mean? Like I'm not here to ruin your day, but in that situation, I will absolutely, I will turn around and we'll be having a conversation. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, but there's nothing, what are you going to do? You can like, at that point, I think. Well, and then do you bypass the parent and go directly in the job? No, no. <laughs> hey, you little shit. <laughs> Better figure your fucking life out, all right? It only gets yeah. worse from here. Yeah. Uh, no, in that, I think in that instance. <laughs> like, I'm surprised you weren't home alone to acting like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I'm like, how the fuck do you guys become parents? I think I turn around and I talk to the parents and I go, do you want to switch seats? <laughs> like, I, that's not a question. So. Let's switch seats. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this with you. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't have that chance because I, we only buy two tickets and they have three or something mm-hmm. like that, then at that point I'm like, hey, dude, you got to – could you please, please do something about your kids? Mm-hmm. Like, And then if they get hostile, I don't know. Fight them. The kids I'd, do. I don't know. Maybe I go to jail when I land. Dean <laughs> Cooper, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll open this door, bitch. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> Blake, what about you? How are you handling that? Uh, I am going to be fuming. For sure. Mm-hmm. Because normally if a baby's crying, then I'm already like, mm, it's like a, you're like an auditory I thing. thought about My doing ears the baby, but I'm like, that's too easy. Cause like all you can do is just get mad. You can't do anything yeah. about it. No. You can put your headphones on. Yeah. But if my headphones are already on, then I'm getting sweaty from my headphones being on for too long. Cause I can't stand the crying and I'm getting kicked. I don't, I don't even know what I do. I probably just fart. Well, now one. you have some kids that are kicking your seat <laughs> and throwing up on you. Yeah, <laughs> and you've shit your pants on a plane. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm willing to accept that risk. Um, <laughs> I've had it. So I was flying to Virginia to visit my mom, and uh, it was myself, my younger brother, and my younger sister. And then behind us, this super nice, trying her best mom mm-hmm. and these two kids that were just like, they must've crawled their way out of the gates of hell, like <laughs> aimed for the next flight. Obviously not trying her best. I mean, she <laughs> was, I mean, she literally was like trying to keep them, they were screaming, they were standing up there running around. She's like, sit down, sit down. Then they'd cry again. She was doing everything she could in her she power. Like she didn't, <laughs> yeah. she didn't hit them. So she wasn't doing everything. I can guarantee power. you there were a few takers on that plane that would have helped her with that. Um, and the kid's just kicking my seat. And I see my brother. He's playing his, like, he's got, like, a, a Nintendo DS or whatever. And I eventually, after, like, hour or two of flying, I'm like, are you shitting me? I'm getting a headache now. I'm just like, like, getting kicked. And they're crying and screaming. I grab that thing out of my brother's hand. I turn around. I'm like, will you have your kids play this so they'll sit down and shut up? she was just, she's like, absolutely. I was like, they play whatever game on there. I don't care. I was like, just keep them quiet. And then I had sex with the mom. No. And everyone clapped. She got wet. There's just a resound and applause from everybody on the plane. No, but I was like, just keep them quiet. Like, I can't, this is ridiculous. We still have another four hours. That's a that's a power move. That's a good move for okay. sure. Um, that's all we got for this episode, folks. The next one is going to be our last one for pizza. And then we move on to um, our next category, which will be let it, well, okay, cut that. <laughs> we'll be telling you what our next category is on social media. Um, the month after that, uh, basically Patreon members through the month of whatever, we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know. But for the next month after that, you guys can decide 
what food category we're going to go next, as long as you're a Patreon member. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, like, review, subscribe um, on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, you can find us at at the Cold Slice on all socials. And then, like I said, patreon.com slash the Cold Slice. Thanks for watching. The Cold Slice, yeah!